0: Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. Macro millionaires to another episode of Macro Millionaire podcast, and today, today is some some real from the heart stuff because I fell victim of this, and people I'm coaching currently I see fall victim of this, and it's it's almost the reason that they fall victim of this is because nobody wants to say not to do it because it sounds so repulsive when you say it. Stop learning. Like, I mean, just just hearing that, like my mom has her master's degree, Erica has uh, a master's and a PhD, I have 18 certificate, what are we talking about, stop learning, Mm. what what is he saying right now? So kind of let me explain, because we're really not necessarily saying stop learning, (laughs) you never stop learning, come on now, Um, but what we are going to give you is some perspective is that is your learning holding your business and your joy back? So let me kind of, um, let me get, just give you some, some directive here. When I first got started in, in gym membership, health club sales, you know, going from a personal trainer to gym sales, my boss said, hey, if you want to make $20,000 this summer, I'm like that was, that, that was huge. That's good money. I don't even care like t- th- today, you know, that's $20,000 in three months. That, that was great money then. I mean, to me, that was a, a fortune. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, I need you to ask everyone that comes in if they're like a guest pass for a friend or family member and get their, that friend or family member's phone number. Call that friend or family member, show them the gym and ask him to buy this plan. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I will not. I will not do that. And he's like, look, that's what it's going to You want to make 20 grand? So I went out to prove him wrong and did it. And literally, literally it, it, my sales career like took off at that moment. Doing those four stupidly easy things so that's kind of what we're gonna talk about here is are we learning ourselves out of what is working for us in building our practice because I could have gone to sales seminars and I did over time you know I could have read like this sales philosophy and that sales philosophy but what he told me to do worked it took action you know taking action and it provided fruit. So that's kind of what we're going to dig into today. Yeah,
1: I think it was a great topic because I see it a lot. Like um, I I actually just was doing a mentoring call with a girl on my team and she loves podcasts and she's really gotten into them. And I I think that's phenomenal, right? Obviously. Um, But she said, but Erica, I'm getting conflicting Mm. teachings. And I was like, well, let's talk about that. And she was like, well, you know, this guy says to do this and this one says to do that. And I'm like, well, what works for you? You know, and so it wasn't—it wasn't negative, and she at least was aware. So I think that that's where the the crucial part is. Like, yeah, it's okay to listen to different coaches and, and different things, but if it becomes to a point where you're getting confused or you're just not sure how to go forward, you may, like Jesse said, be over learning, or you may just need to simplify some of that.
0: Well, and here let's let's break this down. There is lear- there's a couple of different types of learning. There's learning, like I had 18 certifications. All of them said the exact same thing. So I took the one certification. It was ISSA. It was my first certification ever. And then NASM pretty much said the same thing as ISSA. And they all said the same thing. So what I would call is there's validating, validated learning. You know, A group of you know, certification boards all pretty much saying the same thing in a different language, so to speak. So that validated learning didn't really change my beliefs or change any actions. It just validated one certification would validate the other. Then there's building learning. So then there's learning, like, for example, um, my buddy or my mentor, Rob in health, he taught me very basic foundational sales skills then I was able to build off those skills. So my process didn't change. I didn't go from a seven-step sales process to you know a revolutionary two-step sales process or 20-step. It basically was the same seven steps, but it kind of built and dug deeper into each and how to make each step more successful. So there's building learning. And then there's what I call reset learning. And reset learning would be like, okay, you listen to one guy, Or one one mentoring coach and and she says, Cold messaging is away and gives you scripts. Then you listen to another one and they're like, No, cold messaging is icky, you must do attraction attraction marketing. Okay, now you're going down two different paths. Mm -hmm. So if you're gonna be like, Well, I'm gonna try this for a while, you're literally gonna that your train that has steam is gonna lose, it's gonna stop dead in its track. You're going to learn an entirely new system, which now you're going backwards as far as time goes. You're not building anymore. You're going backwards. And now you're implementing from scratch a totally differently new system. And that's where I I feel like people lose a lot of traction. Now here's the thing. It could be a better system. It could be a better system, but are you so far ahead on your other system? That it's not worth slowing down and starting a new one. That it is more optimal. I think that's where people, that's where the value is going to come in, in this discussion.
1: Yeah, and I think the the key there is they both work. We're not saying you know, but it's when you're you're switching gears. It's kind of like Jesse always says, you know, when when you switch off of a task, right? If, right. You, if you've got like he has a task list every day, and what he's getting really good at is. Not trying to multitask because none of us are good at that, even though we all think we are. But instead, he will finish that task until it's complete, and he won't touch his phone or he won't do you know something else because it's distracting him. And what you were finding was you were very fatigued at night, or by the end of the week, right. and you you've kind of related that back to you're you're pulling your focus so many different times that your brain just wasn't handling it very well. And now that you've transitioned to try to like complete and then next thing. Complete, and then next thing. And it's the same thing with your learning. Uh, One of the acronyms you've talked about before is FOCUS. Follow one course until successful. Right. And I think that that's what our listeners should really strive for in their learning.
0: Yeah, and with that, you gotta say like, hey, I have this proven system and process. I love, uh, you know, Warrior Fit Nutrition, New Age Nutrition, um, yeah, New Age Fitness and Nutrition. Both of these are good examples of this. They both built to $10,000, $10,000, $12,000 $12, of residual income per month using a very basic system. And then they both then built off that system, but neither one of them reinvented the system. So I would, and, and I'm not saying that they, they shouldn't you know, or won't, but if you're following that FOCUS acronym, I would say, hey, I'm going to stick to this until I receive this level of success, a proven—it's assuming it's a proven system—and then maybe I'll try a new one. When you have success built, but I think so many people never reach that level of success. You know, in network marketing, I would say level of, of big success would be six figures. Yeah. I agree. You know, so they never reach that because they keep rebooting the system yeah. and trying something new. And I, I'm telling you, if that is you, it is killing your your business right now
1: yeah I think uh, even just in network marketing any type of business I think uh, it's always it's, it's the new we all like the new let's be real right um, what leaders do really good at is getting their their team or their their mentees or whatever you want to call them to do the same actions but to right. make them shiny
0: right to give them that
1: shiny penny but they're still doing the same activity the same actions which will create that result and that long-term success.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, what does Rob Sperry say? He says uh, that the greats do the basics better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, we just got done through this with this 21-day do twenty-one day breakthrough in, uh, in Macro Millionaire. And it was great. People were taking their business to the next level. level. But what that breakthrough was, yeah, there was some... Uh, some mindset breakthrough so there were some great things but all it was is was a magnifying glass over the basement or over the basics you know it was basically putting lipstick on a pig i just read i'm reading that's this book just, right that's now.
1: exactly it yeah it's that's putting, what good leaders do
0: yeah right yeah now if you want to be a good leader or you're a leader yourself you have to come to terms with that you're never going to get away from the pig okay your proven system process is the pig. You're gonna magnify it throughout the year, you're gonna, you know, success loves speed, and that's what our 21 day breakthrough was. It was like, hey, let's hit the nitrous, full throttle ahead, on what? The basics. Yeah. Now, what's cool was there were some new skills. We talked about learning, building learning. There were some new skills that we learned. But I think where people go wrong is they'll, they'll, they'll look at the new skill, like the Facebook reel, and go all in on that reel. And then forget all of the rest of the foundation you know they'll forget all the foundational work they'll forget the squats and deadlifts as i like to say and sit there and doing ice you know bicep isolation movements and, and knee extensions that's not how you build a physique and you don't build a business on the newness you know so i i think that's that is a huge point and remembering that newness resets the process i'll give you a good example because i said like sometimes there might be a more optimal way. Eric and I, we're young in our, uh, I'd say we're younger in our investing journey with, with real estate, our real estate. Well, right now, we do single family units. You know, we do single family units. We, we went from long term to short term, but that's our foundation right now. And we're not going to deviate from that foundation. We're not going to, you know, we, we're not going to chase the commercial, which is a better, probably a better system. It's probably a more lucrative system. Commercial. We have got a friend of ours who's getting into commercial real estate right now. He bought his first like complex. He's going to kill it. I know he is. But until we master the single family unit, we're not jumping over to commercial. Right. We're not going to jump over to, you know, multi families necessarily. We're just starting to learn and build the foundation. And single family units is proven. Right. Plenty of people are killing it. Single oh, family yeah, units. For sure. You know, and that's a good example because I do believe that commercial or triple net leasing would be better. Yeah. It would be better. But, but again, steering
1: exactly. Right. And and it's now we, we've we've got our groove for the most part with these single units with Airbnb and, and, and Verbo and all of that. So if we were to go and, and say, like, okay, let's jump in a commercial, well, now we've gotta learn. We've gotta go and figure it out. And not saying we wouldn't or we couldn't, and one day we probably will. But right now this is working and we're getting we're getting that momentum building right, right where then you can, you know, it's like it's it's I wouldn't I don't even like to say perfect because I don't think you ever perfect yeah, anything. Yeah, totally. But for lack of better words, perfect that course and then add on the next thing. And then add on the next thing. Like that's the compound effect. It's right. just like in, in, in fitness, right? You haven't even you can't even squat below parallel. Right, but you're gonna add more weight on the board? <laughs> right,
0: right. No, let's right. get the
1: basics down, and then we grow. Yeah. Then we progress.
0: Right, and here's the thing: sometimes, unoptimal mastery outweighs optimal newness. You know. So, for example, let's say that we build up. You know, our goal this year is to have uh, three more, three new doors. So, let's say that we build up, and we're at 20 doors, and we're like, all right, now let's, now let's, let's stop the train and let's build on commercial. That could literally, because what happens when you stop the train, you're taking your time, energy, focus, and resources from one thing to another, that could literally plummet our single family units while we spend seven years to get ahead. Well, now we're like 80 years old. (laughs) Do you you know what I mean? It It just, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to go into even a better system because by the time you take the time, energy and focus of what it would t- take to learn that and you're taking that off yeah off your cash cow
1: it doesn't make sense no absolutely you and know? I, I, and i we get it like we we get the newness we get but let me ask you guys as you're listening to this think of some of the most successful people the people that you want to emulate the people that have what you want when it comes to business success. And go and look at their their record. Yeah, go and look at their right, journey. Right, They did not get to where they are by flipping gears every month, by switching companies, by switching product, by adding new, by adding new. They mastered it and then they added on to it. I think yeah. of Lady Boss. I've yeah. watched her journey, I've known Kaylin, if you guys follow her, I've known her, gosh, for like seven or eight years in the network marketing spaces where we met she went off on her own, and she started as a personal trainer. Then she did online training, and she mastered that. And then she added on product supplements. Then she added on apparel, you know. And she she really just took those steps, but she didn't go at it all at once, and she didn't jump ship because she was bored.
0: Yeah, yeah. She waited
1: well, until she had that really mastered. She did
0: that building, learning. Yes. She built off her foundation, and I think that is where you could get a lot of value if you're really listening to this right now is the learning that you're doing building off what you're doing and is it implementable? Like, can you do it the next 30 years? Like, you know, we I just recently learned these these darn reels. I love them. <laughs> I can do that for the rest of my life.
1: But it doesn't take you know. away from your basics. No,
0: it's it's building.
1: And that's what right. I teach people, you know, especially when it comes to all the new social media shiny pennies, there's always going to be something new. Right. Because I haven't, I haven't leveled up my Instagram because Facebook is still crushing it for
0: right.
1: me. But guess what I'm doing right now? I've done a reel a day. I've done a post a day on Instagram. My Instagram is growing. But there wasn't a need because I hadn't yet mastered. I wasn't consistent in the first space.
0: Right, right. Sometimes better new is not worth replacing flawed old. It just isn't. And I know that's not what people like necessarily want to hear. They're like, well, wait, isn't better, better? Not if you've got to stop that train, not if you've got to stop um, tear down your foundation. And I think that's what I, a lot of our listeners and us have learned the hard way, is when you take your eye off the ball, what you've taken the eye off the ball with will start to suffer, will start to go down. So, is it worth learning new and better if you're again your cash cow is slowly going to start to uh, to decline?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: I, I always love and, and this is so true in, in history. And I know this isn't a true story, but I love what I call the Forrest Gump uh, analogy. Is huh. Forrest Gump run and he ran? He probably lived the most simple life possible, and I think that if you put that into like real life. That's it. I know a lot of uh, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I know that kill it they've been with one maybe two companies, you know Tara Wilson, uh, Rachel Piccarick. They, they were with one company and they used the same strategies that they kind of built on over time. And the only
1: reason they left those companies because you mentioned companies is because the companies went away.
0: Yeah, right, right. They didn't
1: go because no. the, the next thing seemed better. and I see this all the time, especially in network marketing. they people just jump ship you guys you're gonna lose your following eventually
0: well here's here's another example that erica brings up a lot in her company there are seven figure earners who are building in home parties now is social media a more optimal way to build one million percent that's irrefutable but guess what they're doing just fine (laughs) do you know what i mean if they were to take their eye off of how they built their seven figure enterprise and start to learn social media i mean it would take what like probably five years yeah I mean, so, so they would take five years off their cash cow to learn social media right. which is more quote-unquote optimal for what
1: right but that, what i love is those those same people they're you're starting to see them on social media but they're still doing slowly, what they've right. done to get to where they are right you know, they may transition fully i don't know but they're not just jumping all in and just abandoning what has worked for them.
0: Right. And I think that Erica, you bring this up a lot, and this is a very, very good point. That I know I did this. I, I cloaked imposter syndrome in learning newness. I didn't think that I was smart enough or good enough. And I you know, I just didn't want the rejection. That's bottom line what it was. Yeah. So I would just go get another certification, then another certification, then another certification, then another certification until I had 18 certifications and I had to face the music. That if I was going to move out of mom and dad's house, that I had to start learning the basics of sales. And the answer wasn't in another certification. And Erica, you mentioned that people do this with everything, nutrition and life, but they, mm-hmm. they overcomplicate they it as, as an excuse, right?
1: Well, they, it, it, I think it's subconscious, but we, we like, as humans, we like complicated. I mean, how many of you guys have said, well, that's, that just sounds too good to be true. That just sounds too easy. Right. Because the basics are easy, quote-unquote easy, quote-unquote simple. But nobody likes that. And the reason, in my opinion, and I don't know if I got this from someone or if I came up with it, I'm going to patent it if I did, um, is because when it's complicated and we fail, the entire world says, well, of course you failed. That was so hard. Oh, that's so hard. That's so difficult. No one would be successful with that.
0: Right. And we
1: have a reason to not finish to not be successful right and that's why we as humans like things to be complicated
0: yeah one thousand percent we were in <laughs> we were in court not too long ago you know and we're saying well he's saying well what did what did, why exactly was this person not successful and I'm like they would not let people know that they're open for business but mm. well, what do you mean well they wouldn't message another human being and say hey I have this nutrition counseling company. I'm not sure if it's for you, but I'd love to tell you more. And, and, and the judge just looked and he's like, is that true? And it's like, yes, <laughs> yes. But up until that point, the person was like, oh, there's this and there's that. and There's this. That was it. And the reason he didn't want to do that was because, yeah, it's putting yourself out there, rejection. There was mindset issues. But at the, the end of the day, he was not successful because he failed to do that one simple task.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: You know, and and, and overcomplicated it in his mind. And I think so many, I was going to say young entrepreneurs, man, (laughs) old, young, new, you know, seasoned fall victim of this all the time, especially in in such a a, a changing world where there's always newness thrown at us. Yeah. Yep.
1: I agree
0: 100%. So I would say, I I love the the saying, I think I can take credit for this. I just thought of this, but I'd rather be, (laughs) I'd rather be dumb directed and taking action than smart and stagnant
1: so my favorite quote ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice one
0: thousand percent
1: you guys you can do it not knowing what you're doing just running with excitement with passion but following that one course find someone that has what you want and do what they've done or do what they tell you to do
0: right that's it and now here's where, let's go back to the learning. So we talked about the three stages of learning. There's validating learning. I don't think you should ever stop that. Yeah. You know, like if you, you know, I've never stop reading studies if that's your de- your game. Do you know, you I mean? never stop reading about the microbiome if you're a nutrition coach. Never stop reading those things. I mean, definitely you want to sharpen the saw. I love that. It's, I think that's John Maxwell. Yep. Always sharpen the saw. Show up to your meetings. Show up to your, to your team trainings. Okay, so always continue with your validating learning. I would say absolutely when you've got a good... Uh, a good draft going. You're building your business. Continue on always with your building learning things that you can add to your existing process. But I'm going to tell you, uh, I'll credit Matthew Jones with this. He's built an absolute empire. If you've driven in Michigan, you've driven on one of his the roads that he's built. <laughs> he's built them all, you know. And he, he said the most powerful word in business is no.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, hey Matthew, there's this new machine, you know that 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 can lay asphalt twice as fast as you're laying it now okay that that's fine but I got 30 ton to lay right now that's gonna pay millions so the answer is no yeah. you know so I would be I would go through until you've reached followed that one course until successful I would learn the way no if it's you know like new and shiny and I'm not saying that there's not gonna be new strategies that are more optimal but until you've built that cash cow I would say no to uh to a lot of that Yep.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think. it's you know, we've
0: said, yes, and it's burned us. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, again, shiny and new. If what you're doing is working, there is no reason to take your eye off of the ball unless you can handle adding something else. But again, right. if it's conflicting, if it's changing, there's just not a reason to.
0: Or if it is, or if it's going to be exciting, always, but, or if it takes a lot, if you've got to stop your train. You got to look, be like, hey, can I afford to stop my train for six months to learn this new process, and then implement it? You know, do I have time to stop to stop this train? So I like to kind of gradual, gradually, and you know, bring the newness in. But you know, I'm pretty much I, I don't want to say set my ways because a stubborn mind will never grow. But you know, like when someone comes and like, oh, you got to do this with real, you got to get into the commercial realm. The answer is no. You know, for now, the answer is no.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, anything else, Jesse, for the listeners? I think that um, I, I personally hope that people have a lot of takeaway from this.
0: I would just say, if you're, if you, if you are running a successful business, you're like, hey, I'm there. I've got some free time. I want to see if I can take this to the next level. That's kind of your litmus test as far as okay, hey, now I'm going to look at maybe hiring a VA or doing some funnels or or whatever else is out there. But if you're not there yet, stay the course make it happen and do those first two stages of learning
1: i love it i love it well hey guys thanks for tuning in to another episode we will uh we'll see you right back here next week and just a little bit of a plug um definitely go to facebook and check out the noble alliance Mm. it's a facebook page a free facebook group one thing that we've just started we're kicking it off february 15th um, is a business coaching, not, not even business coaching, all around yeah, this is anything life in life, mentorship, right. any any area of your life that you want to level up, there will be a spot for you. Um, and we're going to kick that off on February 15th with a free webinar. I'll post the link to that in the show notes. But you have to register, so don't delay, because it might sell out, even though it's free. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's, 500, there's
0: 500 people that 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 can get into this uh, initial launch it has a 500 person uh, limit and you're going to be drawing off the last michael says 40 i think it's like 50 years of combined experience yeah combined
1: absolutely from
0: from people that have built from absolutely zero to some incredible enterprises you're going to hear from danny anderson who started real estate probably 20 years ago who's built over 23 individual units is now launching commercial you're, I mean, you're going to be picking off his brain. He's been a pastor of a very, very successful uh, church. So you're going to be uh, drawing off that wisdom. Michael Clark, who has built a multi-million dollar business from out of his parents' you know garage or his, his parents' basement, you know, living out of his parents' basement. Um, and then Eric and I are blessed and, and honored to be uh, part of this as well. So you're going to be hearing it real um, from people that were definitely not uh, silver spoons or spoon-fed in their, in their lives.
1: Yeah. Zero to hero, right? So awesome, guys. The show the show notes will have the links to those groups. We'll have the registration link. We'd love to see you on our webinar on February 15th. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you right back here next week.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's Macro Millionaire Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a millionaire review. Until next time, keep working toward the abundant life you deserve.